I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. How's it going, Hoops? Hey, team! Welcome back to the only podcast we can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. That was a special audio message from President Joe Biden. He sent that in just to us for our 200th episode. I got a 12-pack of that gorilla. He's still going. find walking along the hashish transport paths in Azerbaijan. Oh, I'm okay. smoking on Bhutanese Shadow Garden grown dark evil pack. <laughs> they murdered this with the blood of 36 Wow, he knows dragons. all about all the weeds. Shit's so purple it should be asking me, where's Ronald? Nigga, this shit will turn your pace. <laughs> okay, <off>. Sam. <laughs> Lung slaughtering, necromancer kush. <laughs> Rye, how are you? <laughs> I'm going to interrupt the president, I'm sorry, sir. But, uh... <laughs> That was really Joe Biden, actually, from the State of the Union the other night. I thought he went yeah. a little off book with that. Typically, he he sticks to the speech. Mm. Whenever he goes off book, he starts putting his foot in his mouth. Sounds like he was wilding. A little bit. I've played that for a few people, and I'm, I think I'm the only person on earth who made it all the way through without wanting to shut it. How, how much more is left? There's another, like, 30 seconds, I think. Okay. Which I think makes it even... The longer a bit goes, the funnier it gets. Okay. We'll do that at the end. Him saying, like, I bricked the fuck up and just all, like, you know, like, Ebonics terms that Joe does not know what they mean. And mm. uh, I just, I'm a fan. Is that racist? I've been CGI DH. To laugh at that? I I'm think on, a black person made it. I'm on Enough the Podcast episode 200. This is, this is crazy. Oh, wow. I forgot this God was damn. 200. Kid, what about all the stuff we have planned? We all do the, have a lot of fanfare. plans. Yeah. Like, and I think our first plan. <laughs> of me not having the trailer ready is is huge but yes. i bet Folks, you it pops up uh, in my my memories here the trailer for fast 10 came out today on the day we record our 200th episode which i think is no accident how exciting and is this it's very exciting and i actually avoided watching this trailer all day and so did you and so did dan who's here watching don't be jealous that i've been chatting online with babes all day napoleon is Napoleon Dynamite back? Napoleon Dynamite never left. Okay. I'm I watched uh, that in the theaters with friend of the show, Mike DiTullio, and mm. I ate two full boxes of cookie dough bites. Oh, CDBs. Full box. You're number one. Do you remember that time when you got me a box of CBDs and I, uh, CDBs and I sat on them and got a big poop stain on my gray shorts? I do. It did look like you messed yourself. It looked like a big poop in my pants. Is yeah. this the one, Universal Pictures Canada? Yes. Four do we trust ago? that? We do. 50,000 views? We trust Canada. All right, here we go. Canada. This is a big deal. We haven't seen this yet. This is maybe the biggest deal ever. I need volume. 
now. <laughs> Where's cool, the volume? It's muted for some reason. Fuck. This sucks. We got. They're at. I get They're, they're I at the barbecue doing like family stuff. What I want to know is why is it muted? Why is it muted? It, it's not even. I don't have it muted on here. All right, ready? Yes. Come on, man. There it is. Should you go there back to go. the beginning so we can watch every second again? If you I think? even can, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. The lights do not like that remote. Whenever I touch the remote, the fucking neon lights go ape shit. I, I just shut them off. First okay. of all, I got to say, I like how uh, the Universal logo, they have like lights in it. Yeah. I think that's a nice touch. I, that this road has been I think this high. is uh, Dom Toretto's mother we're seeing at the family barbecue. Wow. That's is this loud enough? He's wearing his Toretto work shirt that I don't think he's worked at the car shop in eight movies, but he still has. I still got the shirt. I still put on my work clothes. I have a son now. Remember my son? I'm shoehorning the son in in Fast 9, like, and then this happened. Yeah. Okay, we got Jason Momoa as the bad guy in this movie. He's got a mustache. He's on a motorcycle. Is he a cool bad guy? Yeah. I'm already wowed. That Brazilian statue they love so much. Wait. Oh, they're showing stuff from Fast Five in the trailer. Oh, they're, they're retconning, saying Jason Momoa is the guy they stole this safe from ten, five movies ago. I'm getting fired up over here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jason Momoa just killed some guy and then licked the blood off the knife. Safe. That was pretty sick. Wow. This may... We already have tickets, by the way. I know. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm seeing Vin. He's in a car. He's in a charger. Brie Larson is in this movie. It's a, kind of a step down in her career, but I like no, to see it. No, it isn't. Okay, it's maybe a step it's... up. <laughs> What's she going to make? Room 2? I'm <laughs> back in the room. John <laughs> Cena is maybe the best dude ever. He I'd let a... him fuck my wife. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. My wife. They're doing the Fast Five thing. They have an enormous object going through a city. Nice CGI object. That is a Hellcat charger. <laughs> Whoa, Dom's using a, a door as a shield. Car stuff. I can't believe they haven't done that yet. I can't wait for this. Is that him in the original charger? Oh, that rules. God, this is good. This, this looks like such a Fast and Furious movie. I can barely even handle it. Jason Momoa and a bunch of goons are pointing guns at Dom. How do you choose the ones you save? Wow. Wow. Okay, that's sick. I've had chills for five minutes. Let's race. Everyone's racing. Everyone's having a goo. Honestly, I may crash my car into a tree going like 160 oh, miles an hour after they you got, see this. They got Statham back. Everybody but The Rock is back. This is going to be my favorite movie oh, yeah. of all time. Wow. Ludacris. Game recognizes game. Michelle Rodriguez just said game recognizes game. That was pretty fucked up. Han getting a ton of screen time. Han just did a cool motorcycle move. Jason Momoa has Dom's son. They're just showing the entirety of this movie, and it's fine. Dom's riding a car off of a plane. Wow. He just smushed a bunch of other cars. That's not how cars work, but it's sick. How you doing? 
I love that. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. He's bringing choppers down with a car. Wow. That was great. You gotta be kidding me. Charlize Theron, I forgot she was in these movies. Her just slumming it. <laughs> the end of the road begins May 19th. Do we, we all have chills, right? We're I, all, like, I had chills, like I said, for five minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. That was Never fucking awesome. I'm excited. Wow. That, that was great. I mean... Uh... Can you turn that thing off? <laughs> Where do we begin? Other side. Yeah. Thank you. The end of the road begins. I love that Vin Diesel's like a 57-year-old man just driving down the highway like, I fucking love my family. <laughs> People are like shooting rocket launchers at him. He's like, fucking get out of here. Fuck. The good stuff. That looks pretty good for a finale. Although they're making one more after that, supposedly. Remember, this is just the beginning of the end of the road. It's not the end of the road. When will the end of the road be? I mean, who can be sure? The end of the end of the road. And he actually, we got a lot of fun quotes from Vin this week. He said uh, he wants Robert Downey Jr. to be in the next Fast and Furious film, saying, quote, there's a character who is the antithesis of Dom who's promoting AI and driverless cars. That's at direct odds with the Toretto mentality. Wow. And do you subscribe to the Toretto mentality? Is I can't that, believe you even have to ask me that. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. God, this uh, is going to be so good. Yeah. I'm it's, like unironically very, very psyched for this movie. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Zero bit. I mean, I'm not kidding around. I love how The Rock, he better not be in it. I don't want to see any. No. I don't want him to get a stink on this picture. How convenient is that that they just wrote him off? I feel like The Rock's falling from grace. The best part is they and I'm loving it. They didn't even write him off. They just didn't mention him. Nope. No, not a word. Maybe a once word the movie's going, they'll say, oh, and Hobbs got his dick stuck in the dishwasher and <laughs> couldn't make it. or Brother. <laughs> something dumb. But like whether they do that or not, I, I think it's he's gone. It feels like he's gone at least, and that's awesome. Mm. And yeah, we're going to be keeping our eyes on this picture. Oh, yeah. All the way till May. And I wish it was on May 9th for your birthday. Oh, buddy. That would have been a sweet, sweet thing. What is it, May 19th? May 9th. Or, oh, the movie? Come on. Do I have to get a phone call every single time? You do. Every single time we do the show. People is, love making calls on a Friday afternoon. Is that Tyrese? I'm just going to do not disturb this. Is Tyrese calling you, wondering why you didn't talk no, about him? No, it's a client. In the trailer? Hi, David. You're a good, good guy, but we're doing the show. <laughs> My David. Oh, my David. A lot of good trailers this week. Uh, friends of the show, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon reuniting in the new movie Air from director Ben Affleck. We're not going to watch the trailer, but... We could. I might be changing my mind on that if you're still passionate about it. Throw it on. Right, keep I, talking about it while I find it. We might have a new classic on our hands. This is a movie about the creation of... Uh, the Air Jordans? Yeah. The, yeah. Which is like, you know, the... The original, like... Converse had a stranglehold on basketball sneakers and in terms of sponsorships and all that. Mm. And I think, like, Phil Knight 
the guy who I guess is the founder of Nike. I tried to listen to his book, Shoe Dog, which is like a very popular book. You're a shoe guy. Because I like shoes yeah. and I got kind of bored. But I don't know. I think this could be a very good movie because it starts out. Yeah. Oh, good, an ad. It's not like the ideal project for that you'd think you'd want to see Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in. But mm. I mean, I think it looks great. All right, the ad is three, two, boom. Do you think this will feature a CGI de-aged Michael Jordan? I hope so. I'm all about CGI de-aged tonight. We got Jason Bateman in this picture. To grow the basketball business. People don't know what the hell a Nike is. What's a converse? NBA All-Star Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker is a great supporting cast member. He is. I stand by that statement. He's also a great leading cast member. Have you seen the Rush Hour films lately? Not lately, but I have. From director Ben Affleck. What a great thing to see in a trailer. I feel safe, suddenly. I'm a big Chris Messina guy, too. Yeah, he's he's a great sidecar. Speaking yeah. of supporting... I'm willing to bet my career on one guy. Look at the cast. Affleck, Damon, Jason Maiden. I'm a big Viola Davis guy, too, while we're on the subject. Yeah, she's good. You're clamoring for that uh, Waller DC HBO You made me cackle with that last week. He's back. Affleck looks so Affleck in this. He's got that perm. He's got a perm. He's wearing like a tracksuit later in the trailer. That's the literal definition of rookie. Yeah. I'm really charmed seeing them like acting opposite each other again. I feel like it's been years. I liked Last Duel, but that wasn't the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon that I need as much as this is. This is going to be great. This is like Ford versus Ferrari meets fucking Boiler Room meets Arrested Development meets the Mindy Project meets <laughs> The Fifth meet. Element meets Suicide Squad 2. So it's the perfect project, is what you're saying. This looks great. Yeah. Yeah, people have been doing so many bits with that picture of Ben Affleck with the shades and the tracksuit. That shoe that they showed, I have those. That's the, I have the new version of those. Those are the original Jordan 1 Chicago's. Mm. A movie written and directed by Ben Affleck starring him about my favorite sneaker of all time is right in my Q zone. Yeah. I can't wait for this. It's going to be awesome. I agree. I have zero apprehension about, like, there's nothing about this movie that I think won't be great. I hope it's three and a half hours long. <laughs> Green light. Right? I like how it's radar just for language. That's cool. Just for language. A couple of potty mouth rude boys. I have a cosigner. I have a cosigner. I didn't hate playing the trailers. I was worried about doing two in a row, but you were right. It was a good move. Fans, let us know if you're into the trailer corner, as they say. Or as I say, no one else says this. I did. Okay. What do you have in the way of news? Um, let's see what we have here. Uh, At Midnight is coming back to, it used to be a Comedy Central show hosted by Chris Hardwick. He's not coming back for this new CBS iteration. I guess it's going to be replacing... The Late Late Show with James Corden. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. Get that out of here. He sucks. I think this is a good idea. I feel like nobody watches The Late Shows anymore, and it's like, we don't need no. a new one. Just do like a game show or something fun. Just who besides Chris, or who, if it's not Hardwick, who's doing it? Um, I don't know. Don't know? They'll probably get like... Hardwick got canceled. He did. 
And then like semi uncanceled, but it still fucked up his career. I think he got the gig back hosting that like Walking Dead after show. Oh, thank God. But then now that's over. So I think he's out to lunch again. Is that Beware the Walking Dead or Talking Dead? Beware the Walking Dead was a spinoff, I feel like. They're all so bad. The Walking Dead. But yeah, game shows are fun. Mm. Folks, check out the Weed Game Show. That's right. Wow. It's by Danny Boy. Dan, you should host the new app, Mad Night. What do you think of that? Yeah. He's in. It's a green light. Um, I got some more Vin Diesel news, if you don't mind. Uh, he says he relates to why J.R.R. Tolkien stopped writing Lord of the Rings. It's so hard to continue mythologies. No one thinks about it in that context. I like that he's, I guess he's talking about the Fast and Furious movies, saying that's a mythology comparable to Lord of the Rings. Do you agree? Uh, it's, to me, significantly culturally more important than anything that the lord of the rings universe has ever touched on Mm. i'm not a lord of the rings guy i kind of want to do a deep dive and watch all of them just to see if i still dislike them Mm. but i don't get it and i'm not big on fantasy i think i'm writing off game of thrones too fantasy is a tough sell for a lot of people i like those movies but most of it can i don't know it's got to be really well done I'm, I, I love a good masterpiece every now and again, like Tar and movies mm. like that. But for the it. most part, I'm a dummy and I'm looking for something that just shoves like car chases and explosions right down my throat or yeah. like real like cheap laughs or whatever. And that's why we, we got you covered in May. Perfect. You're going you're gonna to like the way- I'm going to have look. a blast in the theater for Fast X. There's like, it's going to be, I won't look at my fucking phone more than 300 times Oh, and it's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait to take a picture of the screen with that big X on it. Mm. We have to get our phones ready and like make sure the flashes are turned off (laughs) and that like night mode is turned off. The night mode has fucked me out of taking pictures of the title screen so many times. It's true. Fucking night mode. I think the movies are back though. Oh, a hundred percent. And... It's going to continue to be back. They've greenlit a I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. in negotiations to return. This is big. This is my Force Awakens. Yeah. The, the way too late sequel that nobody needs. I don't see how us watching She's All That at the break last week wasn't the entire reason for this happening. Make a good point. Freddie Prince Jr. sort of like back into the zeitgeist. People start noticing him again. He's definitely Boom. a friend of the show. 100%. But I love the idea of them making another one of these mm. after all these years. Only like now it, it's going to be starring Freddie Prince Sr. <laughs> and now you, that fisherman that you thought you killed three times 20 years ago, he's actually still alive. It's wild. How many they did? I still know what you did last summer. Was there a third sequel or a second sequel? I should say there was. It had nobody from the original two movies, and it was called "I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer." Who was in it? Anyone of note at all, or a bunch of non-existent humans? Probably like Machine Gun Kelly and (laughs) my parents, (laughs) (laughs) something. Fuck. But I mean, I will watch. What do you think the new one will be called? Um, They've already kind of blown their load. I'll I'll always know what you did last summer. Where do you go from there? Maybe they'll call it Summer Girls, and the entire <laughs> soundtrack will be whole new angle from whoever of LFO hasn't died of cancer. Wow, LFO, that's a fucking deep track. 
<laughs> into it. <laughs> it's the only summer reference I could come up with. I'm looking forward to the summer, though, while we're on the subject. Are you a summer boy? Um, I'm not not a summer boy. Mm. Yeah, do you want to be beach guys this week? Like, I mean, this summer? This, this week, week, I would... <laughs> Uh, I would do it either one. Today, it's how about this New England w- weather? When I met you in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, this isn't even it. This, does, this doesn't work. Who is that? Ooh, there we go. I hate this song. Are we Brian Adams, guys? What did. I just know this song. Does he have other hits or is he like a one hit wonder guy? He has like a couple of hits. I don't know. I can dig. They're also making Toy Story 5, they announced. Now that's a better song. With uh, Tim Allen tweeted something about it, so I think we can say it's safe to assume uh, he's going to be voicing Buzz Lightyear and not Chris Evans. I know there's a whole... Uh, whole you don't think they want to break that down again for us and explain how Chris Evans <laughs> is, a, is an, an origin story of the toy? These are the jewels from the belt. Yes. I mean, you said, you were saying earlier, you're a Toy Story 1 and 2 guy. You're out on 3 and 4. That is correct. I mean, I was pretty charming. I'm exaggerating. 3 is fine. And 4, I actually thought 4 had more. I liked 4 better than 3, actually. 3 was, like, too dark. I'll watch these toys go on any sort of adventure. I'll Mm. watch 5. I'll probably love it. I'll probably cry 6 times. Did you cry at 4? Yeah. I did. Did you cry at three? Yes. Did you cry at two? Yes. Did you cry at one? No. Okay. Just kidding. Three out of four. (laughs) Three out of four ain't bad, right? But I mean, these movies, Pixar's good at sneaking in that uh, a good cry scene. Four. I can't remember what the thing was. Really, it's me, Goofy. Also, I think in four, like Woody, like left the rest of the team. How's he gonna get back to the team? The toy team. I'm trying to do any Disney character voice. All I got in my in my head right now is poo. <laughs> oh, bother. I mean, I wouldn't hate if Winnie the Pooh joined the team. I don't see why we can't all just go to the movies together as a team. Ooh. And yeah, they... Some sort of team of people. <laughs> Disney announced a bunch of... They're doing, they're doing a lot of safe bets. Like they're making Inside Out two, Zootopia two, Frozen three. I think just, I know where they're going to get the budget for all of these movies. They just fired seven thousand people, and they cut their their salary budget five point five billion dollars. Oh, I don't know if it's strictly salaries of people they fired all combined, or like <laughs> I get. I think they lost some pretty high up people, but also they're just cleaning house. They brought because that what's his face stepped down and Bob Iger stepped back in. Mm. And he's just fucking flushing everybody down the toilet. What a monster company Disney is. Yeah, I don't get... There's always stories about them like... Yeah, like they're laying people off. They own everything. How are they failing? I I don't think they're they're failing. I think they just... They took a big hit on the parks, obviously. Their stuff sucks. And like, I hate it. But I feel like everyone else is fine with it and watches all of it. What would they spend a billion dollars trying to get Star Wars? That probably put them back for a little while. They spent four billion on Star Wars, but probably made that back and then some with all the movies they've made. Right. Like they I honestly don't know where the money's going. Yeah, I don't get it. You put my money to sleep. Now I'm gonna put your fucking brain to sleep. <laughs> all these companies like Netflix, Disney, they're like, We're 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 failing. We need money. We need to stop password sharing. It's like what the fuck how are you fucking this up? 
You fucking is Disney Plus going to do that too? Knock people out? I bet you they'll Probably. be. They'll we should there. honestly make predictions over since when Netflix stops password sharing. Like who does it next? Probably Hulu. They seem to follow, or they could go the opposite and go. We're going to be the company that allows it. Which is, to me, that'd be a smart thing. Hulu's owned by Disney. They're like touche. They're like I the forgot ABC. about that. No, but just like in general, like and Verizon. Yeah, I feel like that's all under the same umbrella because through my Verizon phone plan. I get Hulu and Disney bundled in. And if I wanted it, I could get ESPN for like a dis. The, the funniest part was me calling. I've probably explained this on air. Me calling Hulu customer service and then Verizon trying to like, because they gave me the, I had the full Hulu. Then they go, you can get it for free. And then I got their version and it downgraded me to the one with ads. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just want the ads gone. I will pay for it. Yeah. And then I had to like jump through hoops for them to like give me half Oops. the money back and then keep the like it was a nightmare but i got the ads to go away can't can't tolerate an ad no ain't nobody got time for that no um there goes the cat food i know you really you really fired up for the super bowl on sunday you saw 80 for brady the other day you loved it wow and even though he's not in the super bowl we're gonna like watch it on the grand cruise on sunday probably all right man also, I was saying earlier, they, they released all the Super Bowl trailers already, which takes all the fun out of it. Yeah, I saw the uh, one with the, the Breaking Bad one. Yeah. I have a reveal. What do you got? I thought it was funny. Oh. what is, is Walt eating popcorners and like, what's the, what's the bit of it? They do a whole thing with Tuco and it's like they're presenting the popcorners to him, <sighs> like that famous scene with the meth. Oh, what? Like, and he's like, these are really good. And then like... What, like they made the perfect batch of chips? Yes. And it's these popcorners? Him like, how many different flavors? And it, it, I had a big laugh at it, and then I was ashamed of myself. Fuck. I'm kind of charmed by what I'm hearing. I loved Feeling it. sick about it. I didn't think it was bad at all. And I love popcorners, and I'm, I'm ashamed. Is I feel it, like a dumbass. Is Aaron, what's his name, like, popcorners, bitch? <laughs> Fucking... Unfortunately, no. I wish they'd leaned into it even more, but he's mm. wearing like the usual outfit from season one. And it just, it was, to me, it was, a, it was, I think I just, cause I assumed it would be so dumb that I thought it was kind of funny. I don't know. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. Are you, are you roped into that? Kid, I fucking love matches. Scotty man about town. Yeah. I fucking love sports. And uh, yeah. I match. Mean, I feel like, do you have anything else for the corner? Um, I actually don't. That's why I just shut the music off and decided not to do the voice. Okay, that's fine. Sorry, fans. There's people out there that are like, oh, good, the sports corner. Now I can get all my sports news in one place. No doubt, no doubt. Did you see, while we're on the subject, uh, AMC is going to start selling their tickets with higher prices for better seats. I imagine that's in your news as well. I did see that, and I was upset about the entirety of it. Mm. Yeah, like, depending on the seat location, they have a standard sight line. Most common seats will be the normal price. Value sight line will be the lower price. Preferred sight line, which is the middle row seats, will get a premium price. I don't know if this will affect me as a AMC Stubbs A-list member, as fans know. I have a hot take about this, and I I don't hate the the idea as much as I should, based on the fact that it may get people away from me. Mm. Like I'll figure out which is the most expensive. They should make the seats in the back middle with nobody near you two hundred dollars, 
and I'll pay it. If it's like out of my periphery, if I don't have some man's head in my peripheral, I don't have some heavy breather to my right and then a like a bag rustler to my left, get rid of all hmm. of that. I'm not even joking, $100 a seat. Hmm. No, no questions asked, done. Keep them away from me. I don't want to jinx things, but I've had good luck theater-wise lately. Have you? I feel like no one's been bothering me in theaters, which... it's. I think a lot of that has to do with the theater you go to and the timing of it. Mm. Like, if you go after work on a Tuesday, you're probably fine. If you go right now, in like two hours, probably not fine. Yeah. Depending like, on the theater, too, but... No, like, talkers as of late. There's nothing worse than... I just I stop watching the movie and I just concentrate on how annoying their levels of well right you just start waiting to hear them again and just like any second now he's gonna do it he's gonna do the thing that I fucking hate it starts you start to personalize it like they're out to get you and also I I thought it was funny Brian Cranston says this popcorners ad is going to be his final appearance as Walter White so it's like uh, okay okay yeah you're not gonna pop in for El Camino too yeah maybe you should have done the final appearance on like Better Call Saul instead of this fucking chip advert but whatever whatever works i can't even imagine the amount of money they threw at him for this probably like a million dollars for three hours of work probably more just because it was such a popular um you know it was a whole have day. you done a breaking bad rewatch no are you opposed i mean <coughs> maybe someday I feel like there's so many new shows that I'm like awful at catching up mm. on. I run out of stuff because I do nothing but watch TV. Mm. And the Breaking Bad rewatch was great because it gave me the opportunity to just rip through it. And Lucy didn't have to be present. And I and she was just like reading her book through a lot of it because she'd seen it already. Mm. But like it's still like there were parts where you forget how intense it was and you don't remember everything that happened so it actually was an excellent rewatch the suspense comes back if you just let yourself go a little bit and it's a great show to watch like that like yeah binge as they say because right every season they cover like the whole series only covers like a year or so Mm. in these people's lives so like they really they get a lot out of like the day-to-day I don't know. It flows good. No, you're right. Yammering. You're right. No, you're not. And you do that. You do that with yourself. You're making a good point and you call it yammering. That was a good point. He's back. But um, the show itself, I think, exists on a level. I don't want to say it's like top. It's in my top five. But like there's only so many shows that are that recommendable, that watchable. Like I'm not going to go back and rewatch most of the stuff that I've seen television wise. It's not a lot of rewatchable TV. There's like Seinfeld, this, you know, Curb, Arrested Development. Like there's like a handful. And most of them are comedies and you put them on out of order. Yeah. There's only like two or three shows that are chronological or maybe jumping around. But Sopranos, if you didn't say. Sopranos and this. And that's basically it for me. Yeah. And Brotherhood. (laughs) Oh, Brotherhood. Seasons one through three. You just sneaking that in? No. Also, uh, speaking of your shows, uh, Yellowstone may end as Kevin Costner seeks less shooting time. And conversely, they've said Matthew McConaughey has been tapped for yet another spinoff. Alongside 1883, 1923, and like the two other ones that I can't remember the name of. 1983. Blade Runner 2069. I think Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan needs to calm down 
and just maybe like take a vacation and not create a new show. Hey, Scott. Every it's week. me, Kevin Costner. Oh. How Kevin. you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you? I loved Waterworld. Well, I appreciate that. Not a lot of people did. <laughs> I thought it was sick. Get off my fucking land. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Mm. But uh, I gotta be honest. I'm stepping out of the Yellowstone universe. Yeah, you don't it's like, too much work. You don't like the long shooting hours? Are you tired of hanging out with Cole Hauser all day? He's a good guy, but uh, I actually preferred his work in The Breakup. Oh. You ever see that movie, Boy? It put me in stitches. I mean, it's pretty good, I guess. It's, it's all right. I forgot he was in it. I got you this cowboy hat. Oh, sick. Here I, you go. Does it fit? It does, and I look great. If wow. you look inside, there's <laughs> a, an Austin Powers bucket hat attached on the inside part. Oh, shit. So that you can have your Austin Powers hat wherever wow. you go. You, you get my fashion, Kev. This is big. I'm Love actually this. stepping away from Yellowstone to make Draft Day 2. <laughs> you know, I've been waiting for that sequel. I've been waiting to go back to the movies until you made a sequel to Draft Day. Have you ever seen Dances with Wolves? I actually haven't. It's a good three and a half. It's one of those movies that, yeah, I know it's over three hours, and I've never been in the mood to be mildly bored by it, even though it's an Academy Award winning picture. I watched that movie with my dad at a very young age, and I was like, I don't get it. And then I rewatched it later, and I was like, okay, like this is cool. It's, it's, it's a day, though. It's, mm. It might even be four. I've seen all the movies. I that think it's four hours. Quote unquote, rip it off. So I feel like I get it. Mm. It's the movie like he's. He gets like adopted by the the opposing clan. Yeah, turns turns the tide. It he turns reminds, into an Indian. Kind of reminds someone of uh, Avatar. Can't say Indian anymore. Maybe Avatar: The Way of Water. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the exact same thing. Um, what was I gonna say? Is can you say Native American now, or do they go by? Is it Indigenous people? I think I it's mean, indigenous people. Monty, let us know. What, Monty, let us know. We're in the woke is. corner. I think indigenous people and I think Indian and Native American are both. I know Indians out. Can't say that anymore. Wow. Indigenous people is what I say. Okay. Um, while we're on the subject of indigenous people, did you see that the Safty Brothers Uncut Gems? Speaking of long movies, I should say. The the, uh, un- the follow-up to Uncut Gems has a 340-page script. That's a lot of pages. Yeah. And that, for, uh, for reference, a page of dialogue or a page of script in a movie, I should say, is about a minute of screen time. Mm. So if they don't edit it at all, it's over five hours. The movies. <laughs> <laughs> Broken up maybe with a little intermission. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. It's the new movie with Adam Sandler. So I'm excited to see what it is because I bet they want to do something really different than Uncut Gems. Mm. So I wonder like what that'll be. If it'll be like a weird comedy or who knows, I bet it'll be good. I'm I'm hoping it's got somewhat like a Safety Brothers energy in the sense of like a, a punch drunk love, but like Ooh. amped up even more, like taken to another level. That sounds good. That that version of Adam Sandler. That sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah. Or they're just gonna do the sixty year old man sketch from the <laughs> longest P album or whatever it's called, and they're gonna adapt that into a five and a half hour film with a three hundred and forty page script about sixty year old men. He wanted me to do it. <laughs> you tricked me into saying that. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I would be sick if they're just like, yeah, we're doing Hubie Halloween too. So buckle up, folks. I never even watched that, did I? I don't think I did. You should. Did it's we got watch some it? Fun. If we didn't watch it, I didn't watch it. I don't know if we did it for the show. I know I watched mm. every second of it. It's got a couple yucks. 
that fart incoming shirt. Huh. Is that funny? I have two of those. I don't know where those are. You lost both. I need to find those. That's funny. And I know you might be excited about this. I know you're not the billions guy you used to be, mm. but I can't even believe this. Showtime's planning multiple billion spinoffs, including one titled Millions and one titled Trillions. See, I thought that was a joke headline. This sounds like something I would joke about. Yes. Or like an Austin Powers, like a spinoff, Trillions. I was pretty happy with my comment that I said there's this, a show about Parsons called Thousands, like a poor mm. joke. I, I had a That's big funny. laugh at that, but I thought all of this was a bit. I thought we were just like doing shtick. Hundreds. Yeah. Fifties. <laughs> Ten dollars. Just cash. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Hidden under the cans. I mean, um, what is Showtime thinking? They need to be canceling billions, not greenlighting millions and trillions and zillions. I don't think Showtime has ever canceled anything ever, except yeah. for Smilf. That's the only show they've ever canceled, and it's because she, like, sexually harassed that Australian cast member. Smilf was one of my favorite bean set crime dramas. Even Ro- it wasn't a crime drama. Rosie's Boston accent was abysmal. It was yeah. the one of the worst I've ever heard. I forgot she was on that show. It's mm, fucked up. I didn't. No, Rosie's disgusting. You look at her, she's a slob. <laughs> Terrific, fantastic. Uh, did you see that Aaron Carter got left out of the in memoriam at the Grammys? <laughs> they just snubbed him completely. How he that, died like a month ago. How are they not going to honor one of the greatest singers, songwriters we've ever had? He is a sensation. I, I don't I don't know what they were thinking. Like, did they not hear uh party at the... Aaron's party, parentheses, come and get it. That's the one, yeah. I know you probably got jammed up about the come and get it part. <laughs> I mean, they they don't know music, clearly. It's fucked up. Or How I Beat Shaq. Did or perhaps ding, 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 uh, ding, ding, Sooner ding. or Later, one of his newer songs. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not. Yeah. Somehow, some way. And it's funny because Nick Carter is going through some sort of a, like a, an old Me Too allegation. So I hope he goes to jail. That would be cool. Oh, shit. Um, I've been taking that Joe Rogan stuff, Alpha Brain. Wow. I got so many ads for it that I was like, and I tried it once before and it did absolutely nothing. And then an Amazon ad popped up and I said, fuck it. And I got a bottle of it. So I've been taking it every day for a week. Mm-hmm. I'm here to report it is sugar pills. It does absolutely <laughs> nothing. Sounds about right. Nootropics are not a real thing. Nootropics, and, not and real. Anyone who takes Alpha Brain on a daily basis, keep in mind it's $27 for a two-week supply. Mm. So you'd be spending $55, $56 after tax and shipping through Amazon, whatever. you pay, Say you're calling it 60 bucks a month mm. to be on Alpha Brain. Yeah. That's dumb. I take Beta Brain. (laughs) 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 That was funny. That was good. That was good. He's back. Yeah, but either way, I'm here to say Alpha Brain does not do anything. And nootropics are not real. Yeah. Nootropics. If anything, it makes me angrier. I've been irritable and short with everybody for days. So. I mean, it happens. It's the winter. It's the winter. Sorry, I forgot it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> and listen you're good listen buddy i gotta go i gotta go kid Damn. yeah the <laughs> did you see uh happy 200th boys oh wow. thanks buddy thanks kid army go- hammer can we do the army hammer news we can tell me in the in the little ank corner mm-hmm. uh army hammer says that when he was 13 years old he was sexually assaulted by a youth pastor Mm. And most recently, he's attempted suicide after oh. his rape allegations came out. Yeah, I did see that article. 
And I love that he's roaring back oh, into yeah. the spotlight. I love how he's trying to trick us into feeling bad for him yeah. as like a billionaire white actor who had the world by the balls. Yeah. I saw part of that article was him saying like, I needed to like sell things to make ends meet. It's like, no, you didn't. Your name's Army Hammer. You're like, uh, <laughs> like you're part of the Arm and Hammer. Like he's yeah, like a billionaire. It's like, what are you talking about? The funny what part about that is that he wasn't actually selling just random things on Craigslist. He was talking about unloading like a Malibu beach house for $5.8 million or something. Yeah. He's just a, I don't know. I don't even dislike him. I, I, I think he's pretty good in a lot of movies, but there's no way he's going to spin those wild fucking text messages and like being the biggest creep on earth and like cutting these women with knives or whatever the fuck he was doing. He's mm. not going to spin that into us feeling bad for him and then him getting work again. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not it's not in the cards. I don't think it's gonna work on anybody. No. Army. And I am on the record as someone who didn't hate the Lone Ranger. If you're gonna work this on anybody, it'd be me. And it's not happening. I almost just spit Diet Coke into the microphone. <laughs> I mean You were in it for Johnny Depp though, let's be honest, huh? You're a big J D guy. <laughs> am I? I'm like Bruh. Hi Jojo. I uh, I'm actually in it for Gore Verbinski, who directed that movie. I think mm. he's a hell of a picture maker. Mm. He did The Ring, uh, The Weatherman, First Pirates of the Caribbean. Somebody just stopped me. I was listening. He's in. And I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that we lost Burt Bacharach this week. What comes oh, to mind when I mention the name Burt Bacharach? Nothing but Austin Powers. Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember any of his songs. I don't remember what he looks like, except for having seen his dead face yesterday. It's so funny that I feel like a lot of people feel the same way yeah and like this guy had a long probably storied career and a whole generation of people just know him as like a bit in austin right. powers a beat in the movie that was less than a minute long i'm not even sure if he's a real guy or if he's just in <laughs> austin powers like i've never heard a burt Bacharach song i don't know ladies and gentlemen mr burt Bacharach. <laughs> and like i almost texted it to the thread and i was like i don't know i'll just it's someone's gonna do it. I thought the you, same. I was like, sent it. I was like, I bet everyone's just thinking this anyways. But I, I needed. I gotta just go. Yeah. How it. did that happen? It's funny how some stuff. It's just like that. That scene. That that line are both burned into my brain yeah. more so than probably anything else in the movie. I mean, it's not it, even it's that all, funny. It's just there. Everything in that whole trilogy is burned into my brain, and it'll never leave. My new bit at work is I have three TVs now. A friend of the show, Rion, actually helped me install the third one the other day. I have a 50-inch, a 77, and a 32. Oh, and I have Apple iTunes logged into all of them. And I've just been simultaneously playing three movies all day long, all week. Love this for you. With subtitles on and the sound off. And people are the people seem to love this. Hmm. The people are enjoying it. And they like, it's funny how often people ask me what movie something is. And it's in my head, I'm like, come on, man. And then it's like, well, you know, not everybody is parked in front of the TV all the time. Some people have families. But I mean... It's I, been a lot of fun and it helps my day go by quicker. I know. I like the, this is fun. Like yeah. the three different turkeys. You said people are digging it. Like uh, your People seem to like who, it. Yeah. Because okay. if you can, you can sort of watch the movie with the subtitles. It's how the deaf do it. Yeah. Right. They're there. I like the idea. Have you noticed any of these movies lining up or anything? Like Almost never, <laughs> but I've picked a few real fun combos. Today I did um, Boiler Room. Vin Diesel classic. Ben Killing classic. them softly and Jurassic Park. All bangers. 
in I was very in, different arenas. I was only in the Newton gym for one session, so I only had time to do about an hour and a half of each. Mm. Boiler Room has aged pretty badly, but I'm still in. Jurassic Park has aged very well. Boiler Room, I watched for the first time within the past year or two, and I was just floored at watching Ben Affleck and Vin Diesel share the screen. It yeah, was it's really special. It's really something to behold. Vin is such a douche in that, too, yeah. in his suits. Yeah. Vin in a suit is weird. Yeah. It's he like looks, that Find Me Guilty where he has hair. I know. That's like a cursed movie. <laughs> I watched that one day and was like, I, sh- I wish I didn't. This is fucked up. Him like, I'm an attorney. I have hair. I'm, I'm a real actor. I'm not a complete fucking could you? I wish I had more Vin Diesel quotes. I feel like he's out there saying things. The movies. Do you think he's going to have a new song for the Fast X soundtrack? I hope so. I don't see how they could snub him on that. They gave Idris Elba a song on on fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. I mean, that's all I have for news. Do you want to take a break? Maybe watch 200 Cigarettes? (laughs) The 1999 uh, romantic comedy drama in honor of our 200th episode? We could watch Gerard Butler's 200. Hmm. Ooh, green light. Nope, that wasn't funny. <laughs> um, we'll be right back. Folks. <clears throat> hey everybody, we're we're back here at Enough the Podcast, episode two hundred. Wow. This is awesome. Hell yeah. Look at us, buddy. Okay. Two hundred episodes, huh? Love you, bud. Love you too. And fans, let's take this moment to thank Turkey Nation for sticking with us through all these episodes. Wow. And uh, very charmed by the fact that anybody listens to uh, us talk about anything. So thanks to everyone who listens and all the guests we've had on over the years. And uh, future turkey heads and guests also. And I, I would like to thank mostly, in particular, Monty. Despite all odds being against him from a young age, yes, all his various handicaps, physically and mentally, <laughs> mostly physically, mm. he's hung in there with every episode more than once, if not five fucking listens. Wow. It's a big deal. It's the king of the turkey heads, we salute you. Legs off. <laughs> my legs off to you, bud. Love you. And my fingers. Wow. Hank just cut his fingers off in banshees of Inishirin-esque fashion. I cut my fucking fingers off! Me fingers! My fingers! We started watching some show called, like, Cuck in the Wild or Kunk in the Wild or whatever. Are you going to bring this up? No, but I've heard that's funny. It's that's very like, funny. It's like the British woman yeah. roasting the world. It's basically just like her in... I get my mic way up too high. I'm sorry, guys. Is that it? Um, she's just like roaring around like Borat, saying dumb shit. I'm gonna check that out. Maybe we cover it next week on the program. Yeah, it's funny. But uh, we just watched the new Amazon original, Somebody I Used to Know. Haha. <laughs> Get it? We hit the post. Scott's bit, not mine. <laughs> I'm not taking credit. It's too good. <laughs> yeah, it's too show-stopping. It's, it's too good. <laughs> it's another 200th episode miracle. But yeah, this movie... I can't believe they didn't use this song in the movie. I was waiting for it the whole time. Maybe nobody remembers this uh... Yeah, God forbid they end the movie with this instead of the fucking Third Eye Blind song that they had already used. Yeah, they oh, did. continuity. 
This movie, uh, on a trip to her hometown, workaholic Allie reminisces with her ex, Sean, and starts to question everything about the person she's become. Things only get more confusing when she meets Cassidy, who reminds her of the person she used to be. She's the titular somebody I used to know herself. I didn't get that from this. I know. that I'm kind of just piecing that together reading this summary. But this movie was written and directed by Alison Brie, who co-starred or starred in the movie, and her husband, Dave Franco. Did they co-direct this? No, uh, Dave Franco got the sole director. Credit, oh, he did. Okay. But yeah. that's the biggest laugh in the movie when his the title credit or the directorial credit rolls at the end. Mm. I'm a I'm a Spoiler Dave Franco alert. guy. James, Me too, actually. James Franco is dead and buried, and now we can celebrate the work of visionary director Dave Franco. I'm still a James guy. Fuck, he's still. I think he James. didn't do it. Wow. I mean, I. I'm just gonna leave you with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm just do with that what that. you will. Um, but, what did you think of this? I liked it. What are you gonna give it on Letterbox? That's my first question. This seems like right a, out of the gate, like a three or three and a half out of five. Three's vehicle. high. I dug. I dug it. This worked for me. I might go two and a half, which is still pretty good for me. This was like exactly what it sounds like. Uh, like. You know, she's in Hollywood, hasn't been home in a while, goes down to her, back to her hometown, reignites a former flame, gets into some wackiness. Succeed in the end. Yeah. But it was good. It was like, you know, they make a lot of movies that have that exact template because it works. Yeah. And this one, I don't know. I dug. What I didn't love about this movie is they hit a lot of the same beats more than, you know, they do like the... This is sort of a spoiler, I guess, but like the there's a scene where you catch some people, older people having sex, mm. and they do it and it works, and then they do it again. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't need to do it twice. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you're right. And they don't even like heighten it. They're no. just like, yeah, remember that bit from 15 minutes ago? Here it is again. What here, do you think? Here it is again, but like now you get to see the man's butt. Whoa. I and thought... all the while I was waiting to see AB's boobs. I know, I heard her on uh, the We Might Be Drunk podcast with Mark Norman and Sam Morrill. And she was on that, which I found very surprising. And she was very charming and funny, cutting it up with them. And she mentioned that she's naked in the movie. And I was sold. Yeah, that's how we ended up watching this on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Based on you saying she's naked in it. And I said, oh, okay, naked. And it's at the very end. And it's kind of worth the wait. I'm going to say it's worth it. She looks great. It's no like Sydney Sweeney and Voyeurs, but mm. it's it's something. Oh, I forgot about that. Right? I'm gonna have to rewatch. Go that. home tonight and <laughs> turn yourself inside out to that, eh, man? Fucking huh? But this also had a bunch of fun uh, co-stars cameos. The guy Danny Pudi from Community was in this. It was a fun little Community reunion with him and Allison Brie. Could have done without that guy and Community in general. <laughs> I was very charmed <clears throat> by it. You ready for that reboot? <laughs> I am. I think that'll be dope. But uh, it also had a good soundtrack. I shazammed a couple songs while watching this movie, like a real piece of garbage. Mm, that's a cool guy move. Oh, you ever do it? that, like when you're on a date and hold the thing up for Shazam? Like, yeah. don't worry about it. I got it. I'm like, oh, hun, it was anal cunt. <laughs> I thought it was. I was talking about them with Rion the other day. They have cuts. <laughs> they were from that whole stage of like early 2000s, like grunge 
not grunge, uh, like punk ska adjacent, like Mm. scene kid bullshit, where it's like, let's just come up with the most fucked up title for a song and we'll get all these people to listen to it, even though it's not really music. Can you fucking believe this fucking song? Us just like driving around in Caruso's Maxima listening to Anal Cunt. Like, oh, dude, it's the song's called Retard Van. <laughs> this is fucking wild. Van full of retards, actually, is the name of the song. Cut? Um, I think so. Okay. It's offensive. Folks, check it out. Some might say. But yeah, this movie, you know, like you were saying, it's a little generic at times. But then I thought they avoided the mm. generic ending that most of these type of movies have. And they kind of won me back with the end. I thought it was a little unexpected and charming. Um, Like the the way they ended it, you mean? Or like how they... Did you expect... I guess what I'm going to say is, did you expect it? I don't want to spoil it because... I expected the, it to end in the obvious way. And right. And it didn't. And then they threw another little twist on top of it. And I was like, oh, this is... They, they thought about this. They, I was kind of hoping they did end it in the way that you'd expect it to. Mm-hmm. For the very reason of... It's like I'm going three levels here. Layers, rather. There's the, the way that they should have done it. Or the way that they would think... Oh, fuck. I, mean, I don't even know how to word this. Like, they... Huh. The very obvious outcome is like the, you know, wedding crashers ending where they leave together and they fuck up the wedding. Mm. The less obvious is to not have that happen for it to go. Everybody kind of gets what they want in the end, but it's like you learn something about yourself. Mm. I would have liked it if they went past it and did the wedding crashers ending anyway. Mm. Like we, you knew we faked that we were going to do the non wedding <laughs> crashers ending. Now we're doing the wedding crashers ending. I mean, only a visionary director like Dave Franco could pull off such a feat. That third eye blind needle drop with Dave Franco on the screen, <laughs> me rewinding it and getting that pause. Yeah. I'll say overall, this movie was pleasant and cute. And sometimes that's enough. Good date movie. Yeah. Maybe. Not really. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I spoiled it. No, like giving fine. away the fact that the ending goes the way it's not a spoilable movie though. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what happens. You know the outcome will be pleasant. It doesn't matter. It's not like Allison Brie will get killed in a hail of gunfire. Yeah, spoiler alert, this movie ends with Jigsaw coming in and uh torturing Allison Brie while she's naked. It's pretty sick. Wow. He puts her on the rack and just starts turning it. Yes. Ripping her body in half. <laughs> I'm rewatching Mad Men. Oh shit. Big fan. Oh shit. But uh, oh, I forgot she was in that. Is she Pete Campbell's wife? She is. She's Weird. great on that show. Yeah, she was on Mad Men and Community at the same time. Allison. Hello. I have you in a trap. You spent much of your career in D and C list indie movies. And now, in your early 40s, you're showing your boobs on screen. No good? Live or die, show me your tits. (laughs) Dave Franco. (laughs) Your brother was much more famous than you, and he got canceled for fucking his students. Honestly, who the fuck do you... Who are you kidding trying to have a directing career, Dave Franco? What are you fucking... What was that movie where you were a heroin addict and you drove around in a car doing heroin? Did you direct that too? It was you and Abby from Broad City. I didn't really believe you two as brother and sister. Nor were you believable as a drug addict. 
the easiest role in Hollywood to play and you failed. <laughs> Why don't you just be the sassy friend, the fifth lead in Neighbors 3? In order to direct again, you must take the, the fall for your brother James's crimes <laughs> and admit that it was, in fact, you who took oh, advantage of Oh shit, <laughs> yours wins. In the biggest twist in Saw franchise history. And Jigsaw's back. He's the one with like a like a camera reel filled with like photoshopped Dave Franco dip like conversations with dick pics like instead of James. Game over. <laughs> the end is just like a prison cell slamming shut with Dave Franco screaming with like dick pics taped all over the walls behind him. Yes. <laughs> all right, great. That's A24. You listening? This is ready to go. They've worked with James before. They know. What's Dave's last movie? That fucking movie where he pees, his, pees himself with the vampires? I think maybe. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. That was good. That was fun. Um, can we talk about the new M. Night movie? Oh, yes. Knock at the Cabin? Folks, we both took a trip to the features this week to see the new M. Night one of our favorite filmmakers. Fans of the show might remember uh, Old is my favorite movie of this <laughs> decade. And <laughs> it's still standing strong. Although Knock at the Cabin, I really dug. And it almost is jockeying for that movie, The Decade Spot. Really? You liked yeah. it that much? Good, good, good. But yeah, this, I got a summary. While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. This movie is based on a book, mm. and I think that helped M. Night make something more interesting. He can get bogged down with his own, you know, work sometimes. He made a lot of turkeys, but he's on the... This is his big comeback. He made Old, which was dope, and now this, which was strong. I liked this better than Old. Ooh. What do you think? I mean, I have no problem with that. I think that this movie was fucking very intense mm. and like did it hook it, you right away yeah and I liked, <clears throat> it was a nice simple movie there's a family in a cabin all these people show up and you know it's not boring for a second it's just like a great right. thriller has a bunch of cool twists it presents an interesting like rosemary's baby or no sophie's choice type scenario right. where the characters have to make a choice that is very Yes. Difficult. Make your choice now. <laughs> I I appreciated how it starts off with the daughter outside, and you're like, this might be boring, and then Dave Batista just appears immediately, mm. and the movie's just off to the races. Like, there's no build whatsoever. He was great in it. Yeah, because he's like a big guy, but he played kind of like a soft-spoken, like he's like the bad guy, but he's. But he's still scary. Yeah, yeah like really he's... quiet and weird about it. He, was, he showed some range. I thought he was like the best part of the movie. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm Which... not huge on um, Mindhunter guy, whose name is now escaping Jonathan me. Jonathan Groff. There it is, Jonathan Groff. Mm. And the other guy, I must say, like I actually, this is, I'm going to be woke for a minute here. I oh, liked or... I liked the fact that it was a gay couple. Mm. And I I did. And I thought that, their relationship was touching and i think jonathan is gay in real life yes I so think both of those okay gentlemen usually in hollywood they only cast one actual gay guy and True. then the other one's a straight guy but um i liked that I, I thought it was an interesting spin i thought the asian kid was really cute 
Mm. And yeah, she was good. a nice especially, change of pace, especially for a child actor. I thought she was like yeah. legitimately great and not annoying, <clears throat> which is almost impossible for child actors of that age. She's like six or whatever. Yeah, child actors are almost always terrible. Yeah, and she threaded that line pretty well in the sense that she was believable in the part. They did a lot of good work with using her as a as a device or a prop and making mm. you sk- more scared or more worried based on the fact that there's this cute kid usually kids don't work as a device for me because i don't typically like them Mm. but i liked this kid and it even led lucy and i saw this on sunday and it led us to say like if we ever have enough money maybe someday we'll adopt an asian child like that because that would be a nice (laughs) nice to have around you know (laughs) in treating it like it's a cat Mm. no Uh, but but for real like i would much rather do that than have my own child i think just the in terms of the effort Mm. um that being said I don't know. I really, really liked this. A few people on Letterboxd or whatever, and some that we know didn't really like it too much, and that popped my balloon a little bit. Maybe be like, "Oh, am I wrong? Is it my dumb guy?" Mm. I just, I don't know. I, I was grip. I thought it was gripping. Yeah, a lot of people thought it wasn't uh, like it didn't amount to much, or just kind of like was spinning its wheels. But I was like on board the whole time. Yeah, I wasn't bored at all. I held my pee in, which is usually a pretty good sign that I'm in. And mm. also, I thought that, you know, the disaster stuff that was happening, like, I, I thought it, he didn't do the typical, and I think you're right, him, him going from the book was mm. beneficial to M. Night in that he didn't feel the need to throw in some big elaborate twist. Mm. It was a surprise of an ending, I suppose, because it could have gone a couple of different ways, but there was no, like, typical, it, this wasn't a typical M. Night Shyamalan movie, which is why I think I liked it the, more than the others. Yeah. I liked how they did a good job showing like everyone's point of view because yes. they're presenting this argument and like at first everyone's like you guys are crazy and then over time they kind of like work over one of them and he like has his reasons for believing it's it was good and interesting and yeah all the news footage of there's like disasters going on all over the world and they show it through news footage all that stuff was very well done they show like a tidal wave wiping out a beach full of people that was cool yeah gritty and reasonable reasonable cgi it wasn't terrible yeah it looked like just cool and yeah it was you know had some sweet moments some laughs great tension it had a few burgers had everything you need in a movie m night is back i i walked out of this movie and immediately gave it four out of five and then Rion's testimony about how he, he didn't say he hated it, but he said it was fine, which is almost worse. When mm. someone says a movie's fine, I'm like, because oh, I've done that. And yeah. it's definitely a cunty thing. Like, I've, I've done that. I'm like, yeah, it was fine. Because yeah. it's it's worse than him hating it because it's like he brought, it gave him no feeling whatsoever. Yeah. Nothing. He's not even impassioned in the negative. It just came and went. Barely even, I barely even noticed it. It was just there. Yeah. I haven't been lining up with, on, with movie. Ugh. I haven't been lining up with people about movies. I recommended Triangle of Sadness to a client the other day, and he hated it. Ooh. And he's Swedish, and it's a Swedish director. So I was like, oh, perfect. Mm, yeah. And he hated it. It's made. He made was like, it. I watched it on the plane. It was very boring. I was like, oh, no. It's heartbreaking. It's my, happens. and you know, and then you're like, my, are my recs dead? Like, yeah. Can I not, like, do we not trust me next time? Can I even recommend anything to anyone ever again? Do you want to listen to the podcast and I'll do like a saw scenario and yes. maybe win you back? Maybe we'll do like the Muppets again. Yes, Kermit. The key is in Miss Piggy's. 
Oh, how you doing, Jigsaw? It's me, Kermit the Frog here. Hello. Oh, wow. I, uh... I, I, you know, Miss Piggy's been missing for a while, and I'm here in your dungeon to look for her. Did you know that I died seven movies ago, but I'm still well, here delivering monologue to you? Oh, I, I appreciate you coming back, then. <laughs> I'm a, for, Happy what, to help. Jigsaw, are, are you back for the new Saw movie? Is that actually happening? Yes, Chris Rock called me, and I was like, I'm in. I, I heard a lot about him after the slap. And then I kind of stopped paying attention, and now he's touring with Dave Chappelle. Oh, wow. Waka I, waka! I really like Dave Chappelle's trans material. It's me, Animal. Uh, this was funnier last week. <laughs> okay. Bye, gang. It's me, Fozzie. That, that's it. Oh, bother. Wow. They just left in a huff. Well, that's the Muppets again. I really love that they popped by for our 200th episode. That was sweet. That was nice, yeah. I'm surprised Hank hasn't made an appearance at all for the episode. Like, it's been a while since he's been here. It's the 200th episode. Maybe he's dead? Is Hank dead? Did he, like, die? Oh, wow. I spoke too soon. Oh, my God. It's Hank. Did you say something about me being dead? Yeah, Hank, I'm glad to see you alive, breathing, and speaking. Is that something you find humorous? I mean, no. Now, I wasn't going to come out tonight as, considering that it is Black History Month, I know there are many quote-unquote mostly peaceful protests happening, and I, on my ranch, like to protect myself with multiple firearms. Yeah. Of which I am not allowed to carry here in Taxachusetts. Hank, if you were offered the lead role on Yellowstone because Kevin Costner doesn't want to do it anymore, would you accept and star? I would show Taylor Sheridan a thing or two about a thing or two, if, if you know what I mean. Oh, word. You would, like, shoot him in the head on set in, like, Alec Baldwin-like fashion? That'd be kind of fucked up. I was the cinematographer on Rust. Oh, no. And Hank. I was the one who loaded that bullet. Hank! Hank, I murdered that woman. Hank, that was really fucked up of you to you do that. You wanna know why? I do. I'd like to hear I you I fucked her and yourself. she was gonna tell my wife. Oh my goodness, Hank. That fucking <laughs> Sam, I hope she burns in hell. Sam, I think we should delete this for Hank's safety. And, I hope uh, that bullet tore through her lungs okay, as they were filled with my jizz. All right, Hank. Wow. Have a nice night. Um, I guess Hank killed the woman from Rust. I know, that was a weird reveal. I don't know how we got there. Something of a 200th episode... Uh, Is that a 200th episode miracle? I think it's a 200th episode fucking... Oh shit, just as Hank left, 50 Cent arrived. Oh wow. He's here for the 50th episode. Get it? <laughs> the 200th episode, I was joking. Oh, 50, what's up, buddy? So fucking proud of you guys. Fucking fucking 200 episodes. Fucking sick, man. Are you here to promote Power, the uh, yeah, Book of Ghosts, yeah, part fuck, two? We got a new fifth book coming. It's fucking free as fucking. This is yeah. the part of the podcast where we just like 
delineate. Is that the word I'm looking for? Delineate into, yeah, man. Yeah. into just nothing. Yeah, we're delineating. We're fucking delineating. This man. is fan service. This is like the Marvel com- Marvel universe when they just rope all the characters into the same scene. Like yeah, we did is, this for you. This is a fucking post-credit sequence, man. This bullshit is fucking crazy. <laughs> this is like for fucking Wakanda Forever Two, some shit, man. Oh man! If only Bill Cosby was also here that to hang out with Fifty up. Cent at the same time. That would be wild. I've never seen them together. Oh, <laughs> the song wasn't on yet, but it's how you doing, Hoops? Shit, man! Fucking Book of Power oh. Six, Cosby. Fifty. While Hoops is out of the room, slide that high noon over to me and let me <laughs> slip some of this into this, his drink so I can shit, have my man. way with him okay, later. Shit. Yeah, give my guy some pills. Oh, 50, yeah. I accidentally held chloroform over your face, and now you're sleeping and beeping. Shit, man, I'm fucking out. Oh, oh I bet you got a big black one. I'm wow. gonna see it. What am I walking into here? 50 cents passed out here on and the table. And Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby is here? blowing him. Ank, what are you, what is, what's going on? Did Hank leave, or did you say Hank? <laughs> Can I undissociate now? Yes. What is that, reassociate? <laughs> Okay, I'm reassociating. He's back. All right, I'm back. No more bits. Let's just do another. Oh fuck. Mm, oh fuck. <laughs> I just I thought we were back. We were gonna do rev- years ago. We had the church. <laughs> I watched Skinnerink on Shudder. <laughs> I the, thought it was kind of boring. Do the whole review as Jack. <laughs> this movie was made for fifteen grand. <laughs> And made a lot of money in theaters. And now it's on demand and on shutter. And I thought it was kind of lynchian at times. <laughs> Years ago, we had the shutter subscription for $49.99 a year. And it was also too scary. You gotta take it. Uh, if you're as high as Scott was while he was watching it. <laughs> You might enjoy it and be alternately too scared and too bored, but <laughs> I don't even know if that's a recommendation or a fucking skewering, but figure it out. I don't know where this voice even ended up. I don't know who I am or what anything is anymore. What am I supposed to do? Who am I? Ah. But yeah, in reality, uh, did you, you hated it, huh? I Don't did, say but- you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I kind of did. All right, all right. But just the what Jack was saying was true. There were mm. times where I'm like, "Fuck, this is like kind of scary," and I might turn this off because it's late and I'm scared. You were really afraid. Yeah. Do I need to watch this? It doesn't take much. Do I need to bring my Shutter subscription back? No. Is that what's happening? I think you on Earth probably turn it off after like six minutes because it it takes its time. Mm. There's a lot of shots of just like rooms while like some weird static noise plays in the background. You think I'd hate it, huh? You I, usually have a pretty good gauge of that. If you say I'm gonna hate a movie, I'm like, well, there goes that idea. <laughs> Pop that fucking balloon. Yeah, I can't recommend this. I've Got all fired up. I thought I was going to love it because it's like an underdog Blair Witch story. They made mm. it for nothing. Do you it's remember what it. a fucking phenomenon Blair Witch was? Yeah. And like recording it. I taped it on a VHS tape off of pay-per-view. Mm. Like the like push the button on the remote and it activates and then you start recording with the VCR. Sick. Totally fucking sick. I'm a, I'm a bootlegger. <laughs> but it just Blair Witch was one of those movies we were in like fifth or sixth grade and it went around that it was real and mm. people actually bought it. They were like, oh fuck, like there's this tape and like, it's like 
as an adult man, you'd look at it and, and immediately be able to see right through that marketing ploy. But as a sixth or seventh grader, it was right in the fucking pocket. Yeah. And I I just, it sucks that the internet exists now to just sort of, because even if there were a marketing campaign for something like that now. It'd be debunked in like 40 seconds. They'd wreck it in literal seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. This that was, was, you know, back in the day when if you wanted to have some fun with an underage young man, it would be your little secret. Yeah. And nobody else could fucking ruin your love. I know, no older you know? boys. There was no older boys and, you know, it... Oh, wow. I'm really charmed by the fact that we brought the whole rogues gallery in for this big, big I'm not episode. really a rogues gallery. I'm just kind of in uh, the back of Ank's mind forever and ever. And you can't get rid of me because I'm young Ank and older boy burned me into your subconscious for the rest of time. And it's not really a funny thing, but <laughs> it's something. And we haven't done it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. What do you think? In. The Lank, you're, you're going to be just fine. Ooh, was oh, that Lil Scott? I believe that was. <laughs> I believe that was Lil, Lil Scott, yeah. We're jumping in and out of the effects and oops. Hey, Lil Hoops, how you doing? Wow. I mean, I'm. <laughs> what do you say? We, we cross swords and give you some trauma to ruminate on, huh? Fucking. Can you even understand me anymore? Fucking crossing swords is fucking sick. Oh my god. Wow. Trey. Is that Dom Toretto? It's Trey. Oh, it's Trey. You hey, know Trey. That, man. What's up? Hey, man. Yeah, I figured I'd make it out for the 200th episode, considering I'm a big listener. Hell yeah. I don't even own Spotify, man. I just, I just listen through the airwaves. Damn, that's pretty sick. Yo, uh, I gotta go do some black guy stuff. I have a feeling you might. Have a go. All right, Trey. There All right. Um, I think I fucked up the the effect adjust on that, but it is what it is. No doubt. Yeah, this is why I need to get the roadcaster going because with the roadcaster, I can literally hit a button and put your microphone only and isolate mine out. With like, I could give you little little Scott voice mm. and back and forth, and it wouldn't do the like fucking Russian roulette of mm. hitting the button. But anyway. We digress. Um, I want to watch Skidamarink. <clears throat> Skidamarink. Um, what else have you been watching? Anything? I think that is it. I'm still watching MILF. Did you Manor. watch Pamela? A love story? I didn't, but tell me about it. Real quick. It's excellent. This I don't want to say excellent. Pamela it's, Anderson it's, documentary. It, yeah. I'm a big Pamela Anderson guy, and we've talked about this. I think she's one of like the paramount babes of our time or of fucking, all time. Fucking, you ever see Baywatch? Actually, I did, yeah. She's fucking in various states of undress on that <laughs> show. <laughs> fucking doggy. Well, this documentary does a uh, decent job of covering her whole story. I didn't realize the Seth Rogen, Pam and Tommy show <laughs> literally didn't get she or... Tommy Lee's permission to do this at even a little bit. Like they didn't ask them for anything. They just did the whole show and yeah. she's not psyched about it and won't watch it. Which was very ironic of them. The whole show's about 
their sex tape being released without their consent, and then they made a show about her life without her consent. Kind of shitty, if you ask me. Very ironic. Yeah, a little shitty. Yeah. But I think <laughs> she still she still looks great. It's an interesting story, and uh, I don't know. I had Lucy and I watched it. I had fun with it. I, I it just reminded me of that part of my childhood where you'd look at a woman like her like she was some sort of apparition, like she didn't Ooh. exist. Mm. And it's as a f- almost forty year old man, it almost kind of still f- feels that way with her. Yeah. And I think the part about her life that really makes me sad, she's. <laughs> Like to say she's untalented is sort of shitty, but that's that's not what I'm going to say. But it's like she made a career out of a little bat blue commercial, mm. or not even a commercial at first. It was ads, and then like she was in a calendar, and then they pulled her out of Canada. She barely made it into the U.S. because they were like, "You can't come here." It was like the airport wouldn't let her through or something. It was a story I'd never heard before. But she ends up here. Playboy Mansion. And then unfortunately she got married like 114 times. Is yeah. like she married Kid Rock twice. She married Tommy Lee and then like four other guys. I forgot about her Kid Rock phase. Yeah. Wow. He's just like a shitty Southern version of Tommy Lee with worse tattoos. Mm. She really is a type. Like I really love like <laughs> alcoholic, out of control, <laughs> dirtbag musicians. He literally plays a character that like is a dirt bag in Joe Dirt driving around in like a T-top Camaro with a wife beater on. Mm. And that's just him in real life. That's not even a character at all. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I like, I'm kind of a Tommy Lee guy, even though this documentary and the show will lead you to believe that he's pretty much a scumbag. Mm. But I'm a Motley Crue fan and <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Well, that was a sick needle drop. Oh, yeah. Kickstart My Heart is a hell of a cut. Girls, 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 or Kickstart My Heart, which is the one? Kickstart's the one. All right. Girls is like a joke cut at best. Uh, yeah, they all are. But okay. I actually legitimately love Motley Crue. Do you have anything else? I mean, that might be enough. I don't think I've watched anything else of note this week but you are going to what are you seeing on sunday that i need to see also? magic mike three yes folks one of the great trilogies of our time is ending magic mike's last dance comes out in theaters and uh it's a valentine's day event wow i would say that movie was originally supposed to come out to hbo max exclusively but now soderbergh made a stink i bet yeah, they realize all the babes want to go to the theater. Just and, uh, flick their bean at the AMC, huh? Yeah. They're all squirting all over the place oh, in the theater. Gotta clean the floors <laughs> over here. <laughs> they love that Joe Manganello. If you had to smooch with one of the guys in, in Magic Mike, who would it be? Don't even think about it, just pick. Fluffy. <laughs> Is he in this? Well, he was in the last the one. The comedian? Yeah. Like the fat guy? Yes. He plays the DJ or something? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say... Hopefully they brought him back. Gabriel Iglesias is fluffy. I remember yes, his whole name. Yes, That is funny as hell. I'm going to go Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. Magic Mike, the original. I forgot he was in that. He was good. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go with Channing Tatum. I thought you were a yeah. Tatum guy. I am, but if I'm going to fuck one of them, I think it's going to be Matthew. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I'd let him 
touch my stuff. All right, all right, all right. Should we go out to this, or should I put the? You know what? It's the 200th episode. I'm gonna be traditional here. Wow. Let's say I don't. I don't think we need plugs tonight. But what I'm gonna say is that um, we really do appreciate you guys listening. Bits aside, would not be possible without the tens and tens of listeners. Hmm. Each and every one of you is very special. Yes. Even Monty, especially Monty. I mean. And uh, I'd like to make another 380 episodes, and then maybe I'll be dead. Okay, that sounds like a good timetable. I'm good for another 380. All right. And yes, let's thank our producer Sam. And wow, Sammy boy, Sammy Brand Muffins. Who else do we thank? I want to do like a whole thing, list everybody, but that would take too long, and I'd forget someone and be all sick about it. This is your shitty Oscars speech. Do you want me to play you off? I'm going to start crying. I'll play you off with Gautier. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, Scott. I, uh, I'd like to thank uh, the, the people I used to work with at Blockbuster and uh, <laughs> fucking uh, the, all the turkeys that uh, fucking are like sick and stuff. And uh, uh, that's it. Bye. Wow. Hey, listen, buddy. I got to go. I gotta go, but thank you, folks. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Dom, you're right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Wow. Happy to earn. Thanks, team. The last couple of seconds here, I'm just gonna dedicate even more to Monty. And, um... Thank you for being our minority listener. <laughs> really appreciate you bringing those numbers up. Yeah, we need you. You mm. make the algorithm sing with diversity. Yes. Until Caden is old enough to listen to this, we need you as our black audience. And otherwise, like, we have no reason to bring 50 Cent or Bill Cosby on the show. Yeah. We need this. Need. So thank so, you. So uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Have a happy 200.